A question that has plagued humanity. A secret that has been kept under wraps. Do aliens exist? Let us take you on a journey of interstellar destiny that will bring you to the precipice of truth, challenging your deepest beliefs, and unlocking your spirit from the catacombs of lies, deceit, and consumer-driven mindlessness. Hey, I'm Rob. My name's Matt. And aliens don't don't exist. exist. But what if they did? Well, today we're talking about UFOs during the Dark Ages, Nuremberg, and Antarctica. The Black Plague, demonic UFOs, and Grim Reapers. But before we can do that, we have a transmission from MUFON PA State Section Director Jim Krug containing our directive for today's show. To many, the Middle or Dark Ages are an absolute low point in human creativity. During this time period, the scientific approach of the Greeks is lost. We have the Crusades and bloodshed sweep across Europe and the Middle East. We even have the Black Plague that wipes out up to a third of Europe's population. And yet some people don't realize how many traditions continue today that got their birth in the Middle Ages like the term threshold, actually comes from the stone at the door that would keep all the thresh or the straw in to make up the floor. Then things like summer vacation also come from the Middle Ages, where wealthy families who could afford it could actually escape the plague and get out to the countryside, which, to the excitement of many school children today, we continue. But the Middle Ages is also home to another tradition that you might not know about, UFO sightings. In fact, during the 1500s, we actually have depictions of battles of futuristic crafts over the skies of Nuremberg, Germany and Basel, Switzerland. To skeptical scientists and astronomers, these were simply depictions of meteor showers. And yet we have problems with that. Both paintings or woodcuts showed the battles taking place during the daytime, which would not be possible for a meteor shower. Descriptions of cigar-shaped ships that then gave birth to smaller circular crafts and appeared to do battle with beams of light that would incinerate their opponents when they hit. To me, this sounds a lot like a modern description of a laser, but who in their right mind would have thought something like that was possible way back in the 1500s? Also in the 1500s, two peculiar maps surfaced, one from a Turkish army general named Piri Reis, one from a French mapmaker named Arantes Phineas. Both depicted the continent of Antarctica, which was unusual for a couple reasons. Number one, Antarctica hadn't even been discovered yet. Despite looking large on maps due to the projection, it's actually quite a small continent. It wasn't even officially discovered until the 1850s when explorers were able to break the ice and get to the mainland. It also interestingly shows the land outlines of Antarctica, particularly the Arontes Phineas map, which shows under ice mountain ranges and river basins. Well, that wasn't even known until the 1980s when seismic soundings were done beneath the ice. Also accompanying the Black Plague, this total period of human waste and suffering, officially caused by the sanitation conditions and rats inside dirty European cities, there is also another story that persists. 
prior to plague outbreaks in cities, there were always reports of UFOs appearing in the sky. And our legend about the Grim Reaper, well, that comes from the plague period too. People outside of the towns would report seeing dark cloaked figures waving something that made a whooshing sound like a sickle. Well, in those same fields then, that's where the rats came in from that were supposedly poisonous and spread the plague. So we actually have a UFO relation to the Black Death. I believe in it, but Matt and Rob, what's your take? Well, Matt, what do you think? What do I think? Man, uh, quick overview. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, as we were talking about kind of while we were listening to the segment, a lot of these things, and I'm, I'm going to play the skeptic here for a second. A lot of these things, you know, you wonder, are we just discounting uh, the intelligence of old humans? Or, <laughs> you know, are we so arrogant to think that we're the best that, uh, you know, humanity has produced thus far because we've, you know, we're more evolved or whatever. I um, have a, have you seen my phone? Yeah. I have a cell phone, a I smartphone, know. you know? <laughs> I know and that's that's kind of where I'm coming from with it is is now now that doesn't speak at all to UFO sightings and stuff like that. Um I don't want to get too in depth, but where I'm at right now before we have our discussion, I'm a little bit skeptical because I just don't have faith in a lot of things like one example without getting too deep, the Antarctica thing. You know, they say the the map came out before Antarctica was discovered. How do you know? You know, who are we believing? Who are we listening to at that time that said Antarctica? You know. And why does that point to aliens? I know. That's, that's the question. And that's, and that's kind of what I want to get into. So, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know. And that's what intrigues me the most about this. That's why I want to talk it out. So, I wish I could give a better answer. But I'm trying not to be stubborn. I'm trying to be open-minded because... Um, I, uh, as I've said in previous episodes, I want aliens to exist and I want them to be a part of this. So I'm already coming into this with a bias and I'm trying to acknowledge that bias early, you know? So, uh, so that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm church of, I don't know right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you? What do you, what do you think of this whole deal? Well, uh, so looking at like everything, it's all extremely interesting, which is always the case. And that's why. When we talk about aliens existing or not existing, well, I'm going to look at the fact that there's incredible things that have happened throughout human history. And somehow, some way, someone is able to attach aliens to most of these things, especially things that happened a long time ago because there's really no way to really find some of those answers out. Sure. So it's fun. So I'll go back to this again and again on this podcast. It's like it's fun to think that it's aliens and there are things that point there, but we don't have the solid proof that this, that was the cause of it. I'm really interested in the concept of maybe the black plague, the grim reaper was like a, an alien that came from a UFO. Yeah. <laughs> like what a crazy idea. Right. And, uh, or is it, or it would, uh, where we live in, the more and more we find out about the world we live in today, nothing's out of bounds. I don't think How about it. So I want to be able to, be open-minded to it, but either way, I'm fascinated. I don't believe that a lot of this is fully attached to aliens. Okay, that's fair. 
I mean, uh, the most compelling thing for me uh, with this period is the art. The woodcuts from Nuremberg, the the paintings. Um, there's the, the painting of, of Christ that has, you know, very clear uh, flying phenomena behind him that is kind of undescribed by the context of the painting. Yeah. Um, stuff like that, I think. Probably a weather balloon, I think. Right? A, yeah. Well, there was a lot of those back in the day when, you know. A lot of weather balloons yeah. flying around. Maybe they were they were drones to televise the crucifixion. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, to document it. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, that that to me is the most compelling parts of it. And because, I mean, that's how people took a picture. You have to... Mm. You have to... And it, so you wouldn't even... It's a good point you make because to have those objects in the picture is a significant thing. They yeah. wouldn't just be in their happenstance. Absolutely. You know, like... Well, and a lot of that stuff, um, especially the biblical stuff, uh, is symbolic. You know, oftentimes um, when they paint a certain thing, it's supposed to represent something else. Mm. So... That's, I, I mean, know. that's all I mean, art, right? In a lot of ways. But then when you include something that to us is kind of foreign and we don't really have a great explanation for, like a UFO, I think that it it adds a little bit of intrigue, but it's not like a controversial type in, intrigue. Like it wasn't like this was an artist who was like out to shock and uh, make people talk about the UFO behind Jesus's head. Yeah. Like it was more of a factual depiction of the event supposedly or yeah. their interpretation of it you know yeah. and I, I don't know i mean i i don't know as far as that stuff goes but it's that's it's why it's so much fun man that's why yeah. it's so fun it's like i don't know and i probably will never know maybe whenever i die you'll find out maybe you can ask all these questions and get all these answers yeah right <laughs> but that's, that's i have a lot it's... of conspiracies i got to go over when, once i get to heaven like oh, there's man. a bunch of them Ooh. a lot i gotta Big bring up question. well and, and so tying in with the biblical theme you know, uh, that kind of brings up, uh, are UFOs demonic? What mm -hmm. is demonic? Mm -hmm. Can we define demonic? Because the, the, the question I'm reading says, uh, UFOs are demonic? And uh, let's, let's... I wrote it down as a question because like, okay. <laughs> let's, let's define demonic. So like... I would think demonic would be defined as a nefarious being. Okay. Dogmatic? I don't know what that word means totally. Yeah. In the context. So like in the context of a certain dogma. I've always pretended that I've known what dogma means, but yeah, yeah. not, yeah. There's some sort of dogma around it for sure. Okay. Um, and not a good, is all dogma bad or is there good dogma? It was positive dogma and negative dogma. I mean, I, I, I think a lot of that stuff as far as life philosophy and this is my opinion of it. I mean, I think a lot of that stuff can be really constructive and it can be really good if it's applied correctly in a right. society. So it could be nef a nefarious dogma <laughs> the aliens are bringing. That's well, I mean, it. you know, uh, or, or, or are they in and of themselves a part of this like are they are they the deep nefarious state. yeah yeah they're deep state <laughs> are they the nefarious piece of the like christian dogma for instance where the where the demons the fallen angels that came from the sky and you know that's, are the are the they aliens different and they're scary looking and whatever and that you know we talked earlier about the pictures of demons in our culture and what they looked like mm -hmm. and then how in 
real modern terms, if you wanted to like define a demon as something like object, somebody objectively evil, mm. and then we can name people who, like you said, like Hitler or um, like these just famous bad guys yeah. who did something so terrible. Yeah. And, you know, it's almost undeniable that the things that they did were, were awful. Is that what is that a, a demon? demon? Yeah, a modern a, day is demon. Is that a demon? Right. You know, because I'm trying to separate I would say it. absolutely. And I would say we all have that potentiality inside of us. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the complete opposite. Yeah. Like total enlightenment, enlightenment and total just anarchy. And like, I think, I think what drives people away from ideas like that demons are on earth is that, that we have this depiction of demons with like these, you know, they're red skinned and they have these little devil horns and they just go around poking people and doing bad shit. And yeah. Oops. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't. I, no, no, dude, I didn't for want sure. to swear. I didn't want to swear. <laughs> I'm it's trying just, to keep it as a PG show. <laughs> I feel like that's not even a, a full blown swear word anymore. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, what you're saying is very interesting. And I think that uh, the, yeah, the world we live in, we have characterize what a demon is and i mean characterize like as a character in a comic or something like yeah, that. yeah we've turned it into this thing when people are that thing and they can be that thing and they also say that uh i don't know who says it but i've heard it from people way smarter than me that uh angelic figures are usually translucent and not okay. fully formed but the more demonic it gets the more lower down on the consciousness consciousness scale it gets it gets more solid that sounds like a metaphor in and of itself for like spirit to material realm exactly you know exactly yeah so the more angelic you are the more translucent you are and i would interpret that to mean spirit and it's, that's exactly so that's yeah. why they would say uh we're spiritual beings living in a material reality because mm -hmm. we have the chance and once obviously once we die we'll become that spirit again but while we're locked here in this plane we're stuck in a lower level of consciousness just human garbage yeah this <laughs> like, all just clicked in my head it's actually yeah. a, that's a really good thought there i feel yeah. <laughs> not, that, not that i'm saying my thought was great but the epiphany that i had was like oh yeah, wow man. that's interesting no you're a fantastic thinker i appreciate that as are you <laughs> so i feel like with the ufos or demonic thing i could buy that if yeah if they are if ufos are real then I would imagine that they could be demonic. That would make sense to see, me. See, it's weird because in my brain, I don't see it as crazy to think that a ship would come out of the sky. Maybe that kind of has to do with programming and the things You've that you seen see in movies. Times, yeah. and, you know, it's been reiterated to you that this is a possibility. Mm. It doesn't seem crazy to me that a UFO would come out of the sky yet the idea of like this big horned red guy coming out of the ground and like that's I'm like well you know that sounds a little goofy exactly Where, but you know I mean it's no different than a, a religious fable it's no different than anything really I mean it, it just comes down to are you willing to suspend your disbelief long enough because I mean I I, I fully believe that there have been UFO sightings that have been people like never reported them. Like it, it might've actually been an authentic, you know, investigation. Well, how many of those UFO have you heard sighting? of? I mean, but, on so many programs I've heard of that, but how many people have seen them and then talk themselves out of it? 
Of course. You yeah. know what I mean? Or got MK Ultra'd, yeah. brain wiped. Absolutely. <laughs> like Men in Black. Here's something I don't know. While we're while we're here with the UFOs are demonic and we were talking about the paintings and stuff, were the people who painted those paintings seen as goofballs back then? Like were they the conspiracy goofballs? You know, we're like when when they unveiled those, those paintings. Would that have stood the test of time if they were conspiracy goofballs? Know. You know, I, I don't I, think so. Yeah, I don't know. But like when they when they unveiled them, like did people go to those unveilings and be like, "Oh, come on, oh, of course, <laughs> oh, there's I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, oh, they were saying that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, I believe that, and this is, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Programming, TV programming, and movies have deprogrammed us like or, or, or programmed us into back then when something happened it wasn't this outrageous ridiculous thing I don't know I just feel like these things if they were put down in a famous painting by a famous artist that's a significant event yeah and if you, they you're were not just taking goofy. pictures with your iPhone right. like you this you're capturing a moment in history the best way that you possibly can and this was only what is that is that is that Nuremberg that was like well, the woodcuts. 1591. Yeah. That's not mm -hmm. that long ago. Right. So when you and I were talking before the podcast, it feels like whenever you don't put history into perspective that like these people who drew these pictures were like cavemen idiots. Right. Like, that's a, that's a thing that this guy draw a picture. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's how it went right. down. No, absolutely not. Because they they're just like us. Yeah, they were. Like we're they only were a few hundred years away. That's a, yeah. how many generations is that? Well, Three I mean, there four? were already people here in America building what we live in now. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know. It's it's uh, uh it's weird. It's real weird because we do kind of characterize people from those time periods as you know significantly less intelligent and whatnot. But it, it's undeniable that they had a closer connection to their spirituality than we did. Absolutely. They, you know, they understood metaphor better than we did and trans transmitting meaningful information about life to one another through metaphor back then. You know, that was something that I think that they had that we don't. Yeah, man. And I think that uh, just the fact that we have so many distractions, even just TV by itself, mm. keeps us separated from mm -hmm. just thinking. Imagine back then you had you had no other option. You didn't have a radio. You yeah. didn't have anything. So you had to just think mm -hmm. and interact with people. Yeah. And so you probably had a much clearer connection to God. Absolutely. Or what whatever you want to call that divine source that like your intuition that talks to you. You probably had a much closer relationship to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the Amish. We were talking about this too earlier. I mean, look at the Amish. You know, they they have cleansed themselves of that interruption yeah and that distraction and i mean anybody who's listening to this we live in uh pennsylvania so we're not far from amish people whatsoever and they're I'd very nice about 15 minutes we can get to one yeah yeah we can go nab one up <laughs> <laughs> they're very nice people they're very grounded down-to-earth people and they seem to i feel like we could learn a lot from them not to oh, get absolutely. too far away from the whole aliens thing but it kind of does Come full circle. When well, they're kind of aliens to us. How like, about it? Though, on, right? on that just small level. You know what I mean? And and to think, you know, just going back to these old civilizations that we thought, you know, maybe weren't as intelligent or evolved as we are. And, and we underestimate their ability to do things, do great things. Um, and then you look at like the Amish who just 
minutes from us are doing things that are two, 300 years old and they're doing just fine. They're and doing, by every study, they're much happier. Yeah, <laughs> much exactly. more satisfied exactly. than we are. So yeah, man, uh, you got to wonder if, uh, how would, you know, how, how much different would life be if you were able to experience that sort of experience, mm-hmm. how many more things would you be connected to? Because when you think about the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, the Crusades, the Black Plague, people were going through extremely difficult th- things in their lives. You didn't have much. Right. So when you're going through that sort of stuff, I imagine you're, you have to be much more in touch. Because in the Bible, it says where there is less of you, there is more of me. Okay. You know what I mean? So whenever you have less, when you, when you're down and out, when you're hurt and everybody knows this, when you're hurt, like even if you're an atheist, you'll like pray to God if you're about to die or something. Sure. Not, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if it's a fact or not. Right. But everybody has something they call out to just like, Oh no, when it's all going down. I understand. Yeah. You're looking for something greater than yourself. So when you're going through the crusades, through the black plagues, I imagine that, people were much more in touch with that world. And that's when you hear about the grim reaper coming. Like I, people have said like they can smell death in the room. Yeah. Like it's an energy that yeah. moves in. So I would think they might've had the ability because of, Oh, I felt that energy. I mean, have you ever been in the room when, so, when someone died? Yeah. It's, it's, Oh yeah. It's definitely Not when a real thing. Died, but. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a real thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. You know, it's, and it's cause it's foreign to us and it's not a feeling that it's kind of like, um, a gut reaction that you get when you see like an open wound or when you see like right. just uh, an extremely unhealthy person and your body kind of physically reacts to that. And you're like, Oh, I don't want that. No bad. I call that judgment. Cancel culture. <laughs> this podcast is canceled. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean like, I'm just talking about natural reactions yeah. to things. Like if you see somebody that's that why we has, watch fail videos or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you see someone that has like their toe cut off or something like that, like you watch someone get their toe cut off and you're going to have a physical reaction to that. And that's your body's way of telling you, Hey, you know, don't cut that toe off. Don't do that. Exactly. So, and there's also know. the thought that that can be kind of the same learned thing. learned behavior from past generations because yeah. your DNA carries that. So if that we all know what pain feels like because it's happened in our lineage at some point. So mm-hmm. getting way off track from the UFOs, it's but not, not it's really not too far from it. I mean, what what we're talking about is people going through great struggle. Yeah, and these people went through an intense amount of struggle, and everything that we've just characterized now, I want to put it into perspective. Um, when you're going through the Black Plague. So everybody has been through uh, 2020 and all of the just absolute turmoil that came with it, right? Right. So consider how bad the Black Plague was. Now that we've gone through something that I don't think was as bad as the Black Plague. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to put stats next to each other? Yeah, or? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't think it was as bad as the Black Plague. But now... Hey, but the Black Plague didn't have Twitter, okay? Right. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my. Could you imagine? No, but the uh, the stress that comes with oh, it. Oh, dude. And the way that your body and mind... It lasted for almost a decade. Yeah. And the way that your body and mind react to stress. And Fear. the things that can happen from holding in certain emotions or trying to get through while you're experiencing certain emotions. And it makes me wonder 
about hallucinations immediately because I'm thinking how disconnected were people from reality? How in denial of their own reality were there? Were they simply because reality sucked so bad? Mm-hmm. And I think it's really hard for us to put ourselves into that, into those shoes. So therefore we can't really discount it as a possibility that maybe there was some sort of hallucination effect of the black plague that they didn't understand at the time because they didn't have the technology or maybe it was a side effect of the stress of the lifestyle. But either way, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's more or less likely than, uh, a, a ship coming out of the sky, you know, because I, I don't know if it's ever been studied like that, mm-hmm. but I thought it was interesting to think of it like that just because, you know, you're talking about grim reapers flying around yeah, and that's something that stuck around that didn't go away. Yeah. You know, that, that is a significant. Was the grim reaper from the black plague? I, I feel like that was a thing before the black plague. Well, not a, that I would a, know. But. According to what we were listening to and, 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 uh, verified through research there were people during the black plague who experienced these hooded creatures that um you know they they saw them like floating on the outside of town or whatever and they were kind of these like death bringers you know and i think that it's possible that that may have been hallucination mixed with paranoia or alien life form I mean, well, so now we're making another jump. It kind of goes back to the, are aliens or UFOs demonic? Right. You know, um, are we talking about the same thing? I saw this on Instagram the other day. People were arguing about, you know, um, are aliens demons or are they extra dimensional or are they extraterrestrial or what? And it's like, I don't know, maybe a little of everything like what what are you even arguing about? Because you don't know. When you talk about UFOs being interdimensional, I mean, it almost has to be a 100% guarantee, at least in my book, because anything that is of uh, that realm, I feel like would be able to come through some sort of portal. And it it seems to me that that's the only logical, uh, for me, I I don't know why, but I feel like that's the only logical solution when it comes to this situation and hearing that, like that aliens can just kind of show up. Like with the Black Plague, when these things were happening, if UFOs were showing up, if that's what, and if UFOs, show, UFOs are like the, it's so weird to think about because you think about it back in these days, like during the Crusades, and then people reported these things. What if it was things coming out of the sky, and well, here's killing see, people? Here's something that I would like. to How ask. would that be any different, I guess, than the demon coming and taking yeah, you? You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, but here's something I would like to ask Jim when we uh, get him to come in with us uh, is, is our perception of extreme speed that of going through a portal? You know what I mean? Like it happens so quick Mm. that it is basically going through a portal, you know, kind of like in star Wars when they would, you know, when they would go through light speed and, and there's, they're in like a blue wavy tunnel on screen. And it's like the only way that you can really illustrate that because you're kind of zooming through like a cut of the universe. I don't know, mm. but I think that if I didn't know any better, why wouldn't that be a demon? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Like if I didn't exactly. know any better, why wouldn't, wouldn't that be a demon? I mean, supposedly aliens are goofy looking. The fact that I guess aliens don't come here and just attack us. If that was happening, then we would know they were demons, but they're just coming here and like, 
uh, every time they just show up and chill, like, or they take something with them. They do experiments. They do experiments, yeah. but they're not like, wow. Well, let's save all that for later on because sure, I don't sure. know all the details. But I think as far as this goes, if I had to like encapsulate it into an idea, what we just said is where I'm landing at right now in my life. That I believe there were some sort of extraterrestrial during this time period. Yeah. What was that? I don't know. Okay. Was it, this is saying UFOs, like saying the word God, it like creates this like automatic image of like, Oh, UFO alien green head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in every, but there's, I think there's many different definitions of it. Definitely. So there's many different, like there's a spectrum. That's kind of what we're trying to get at here. Like when you say like aliens don't exist, like what do you mean by alien? You know, what, what is an alien? Yeah. You know, is it a Nordic? Is it a gray? Is it an extra dimensional being? Is it an extraterrestrial being? Exactly. Is it this? Is it that? Is yeah. it a fish man? You know, who knows? <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold on. <laughs> fish man? Yeah. Like, just like a man with a fish for a head. You know, <laughs> you have to rule. You, you can't rule anything out. How about. Why not the fish? reverse? Like a merman. A merman. I don't know. I like the man with the fish with it. Yeah. With the fish dude. head. Those are like full regular body fish head. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just cool. like I a like full that. regular body and a fish for a head. I like that. Sure. Whatever. Like a full fish sitting sideways. <laughs> like, a, like it doesn't like even a big make mouth sense. Billy Bass. Yeah. On a body, on a human yeah. body. Okay. <laughs> it makes me think of the Sopranos. Uh, anyway. Um, so I'm, I guess for me finishing off, I'm leaning on. There's definitely some sort of extra terrestrial. Really? life some really? something coming in okay i believe it okay why i want because it's really fun sure first of all can you logically explain to me like what what really pushes you towards that conclusion oh it pushes me towards it that it's some sort of life that we're not some some sort of entity or energy or something that we're not privy to yeah. as human beings Okay. Is that, that uh, maybe extraterrestrial is the wrong word, but there's something okay. that is. So you present. don't necessarily think it's little green men. I think, like you said, there's a, that's probably a form. There's probably a, maybe a version like that. Yeah. Was that for? Is this the, the this episode or the next episode? We were talking about the head. Um, oh no, that was Alistair Crowley, right? Yeah. The the vision that he saw. He. he yeah. Well, tell that because I think that fits in here. Um. The the basically. Incredibly long story short, um, Aleister Crowley did a series of rituals that summoned this being that, you know, he thought was this wisdom bringer or whatever, and it looks mysteriously like a gray alien. And Mm. the name of the being was Lamb. Another name of the being was Iwas. And... Uh, it brought wisdom to him and whatnot. You know, and it looks like a little gray alien. Yeah. If you ever look up that photo, what, what would they look up? Lamb, Alice or Lamb, L-A-M, or Iwas, A-I-W-A-S-S. You'll find the image. It looks like a gray alien. So for reasons like that and many other reasons about the gray aliens, I, I think there's just a bunch of different... Like, I think that's real. I don't know what it means, but I think that's real. So here's the thing that I will say about Crowley was a propagandist. He was a magician. He was a branding master. He was. So you're playing devil's advocate. I'm playing the devil's advocate because here's the thing. I want to drop my conclusion here, which is, I think, you know, 
I love it and I'm on board 100%. I think that there was some sort of outside intervention and I don't, you can call it angels and demons or UFOs or whatever. I don't care. Do aliens exist? There's something going on in the sky. There's something going on. There's something going on. And until we can, you know, I mean, I'm cool with trying to figure out the actual answer to that question. But before you can answer that question, you have to acknowledge that there is a a very long, broad, and detailed history of something going on in the sky. Whether, I mean, we didn't even get to Orontus Phineas writing the Antarctica or drawing the map of Antarctica, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, that's a, a big undertaking for the time to do that. You know, yeah, think about that. When, when was that? I mean, it was a, a long, very long time ago. Yeah. We don't have the, we don't have the date up in front of us, but you know, just, just to think doing any normal mapping at that time must've been extremely difficult the diligence it would yeah. take to be Ex- able to lay something out and like the that. organization and the manpower and and, and, that, and you're talk, we're talking about antarctica like an ice yeah. a giant piece of ice exactly like this is not just so and and that is a whole separate podcast in and of itself talking and i'd love to cover that someday antarctica is fascinating because for as large as it is and for as much stuff goes on there now. I mean, when I was a kid, I was always taught that nothing goes on there. It's just ice and snow. But for as large That's as what they it, want you to think, yeah. But I, I honestly believe that that is what they want. There's you to a think. base. Ask John Kerry. Somebody call up John <laughs> Kerry and tell him aliens don't exist. Wants to talk to you. But anyway, um, no, I love the, how sometimes you'll drop a conspiracy bomb. It's like a, it's like an. It just out of nowhere, I'm like, that's an awesome conspiracy. I can't help it. I can't help it. Like it just comes out. But um the the landmass is so huge. It's so huge. And you just you can't convince me that nothing's going on up there. Actually, there's there's uh Google images now or Google Google Maps. You can go to Antarctica and see like uh a small base, like a small little living area that has been built in Antarctica. But let's be honest here. Sort if, of research. If the government has something they don't want you to see on Google Earth, they well, won't I, have it yeah, on Google you Earth. Know, absolutely. You hear they blurred out the Suez Canal? Yeah, because that ship was like yeah. sideways and whatever. I don't really know exactly what happened. You know, I just feel like they they want to stop global trade to drive up inflation and i could go into that for a long time that doesn't really relate well folks but, i think it's time we wrap this episode <laughs> up but the people people started looking it up on these different platforms and map platforms and stuff and they were like blurring it out for some reason so yeah they do they have this intense ability to censor whatever they want and now we're all safe nothing's going on Don't yeah worry absolutely. that's go cool. back to sleep no, yeah, everybody that's fine but antarctica um in, incredible feat for the time you know, and to say that there was no outside help, uh, I don't know. Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. Um, but I think it's a little bit hard to explain, you know, uh, unless w- this one guy got credit for decades of other people's work mm-hmm. and that he was just the one that they gave the credit to. But um, aside from that, no, 100% on board. Aliens, in, aliens are something in the sky. Uh, intervened in, like in a is, lot of these things. We're going to come back to this a lot 
Yeah. You know what? I feel like it was something. I don't know well, what it was, so but it was something. Here's guys. the thing, dude. And I was, I was talking to Jim about this too. Cause he, he uh, listened to the first episode and I asked him to give me notes. I was just, just some feedback. Cause he's been on a bunch of podcasts and I was like, Hey, you know, what do you think? And he said, honestly, I expected you guys to be more skeptical because of the title of the show. And I was like, well, you kind of lay it out in such a way that like, you, you're so reasonable with it. You know what I mean? Like you're saying these kind of crazy sounding things, but then when you listen, they don't sound so crazy. And I'm inclined to open up my mind and want to believe them because so it's all, that's, what, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And it's mostly because I can't disprove it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I can't, the woodcuts, the paintings, it would be egotistical of me to say, nope, Exactly. Or yeah, for yeah, sure. I'm comfortable you know? being agnostic on it, but I do also want to take a hard line against it just mm -hmm. to be that guy. Well, it's the, like I, I say, I like this because it's like a thought experiment. So we got to like take these ideas, not at face value, like dissect them and like really think about it. And I, when you do that, almost with so many things, you come to some sort of middle ground. Like you're like, I'm not quite, unless an alien lands and it's on, you know, Snapchat. Yeah. Even then, if an alien landed on Snapchat, I'd be like, I don't know, that's Snapchat. You know when a when a real alien like lands and people are taking Snapchats of it and everything, Their they're going to melt. Every right, everybody's going to be on there and they're going to be like, oh, it's Project Bluebeam. Oh, it's just fake. They're yeah, <laughs> like they're not going to believe it anyway. And that's when the lasers come out, the sharks with lasers. Yeah. All right, folks. <laughs> yeah, this is a good place to wrap it up. Definitely, right? I think we, I think. We've nailed a good point here. I uh, appreciate everybody listening. How can they find us on social media? They can find us on Instagram. You're going to go to Aliens Don't Exist Podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, but it's going to be easier to find us on Instagram because that's going to link you to SoundCloud. Just click that link in our bio. Please. That's all you got to do. And if we have anything, like if we post anything anywhere, comment on it because that always helps. No objectively. doubt. Objectively. Like, share, comment. You know how it goes. And if you have an alien sighting in your life, please send it to us. Send anything to us. We want to chat. We want to talk. We want to we want to reach out. We're we're getting to that point. We want to start reaching out. Thanks uh, to Jim. Thanks to Andy for researching. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Matt. All right, we're out of here. 